Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. This content is for informational purposes only. You should not construe any such information or other material as legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. Nothing contained on here constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement, or offer by Draper Gorenholm or any third-party service provider to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments whatsoever. Hey everyone, it is me. We are here. Uh, we, Joseph, is here too. Say hi, Joseph. Hey, what's up? Boom, boom, boom. We're recording. Good morning, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. I am recording this on the computer now. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Boom. All right. It says it's recording. Boom. 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 I am apparently recording. The entire bottle of control. They're all exactly the same. Crypto art. And then what it really is, is an NFT. Wow. How do you want to slap the bag? So this is the next best thing. DeFi is going to be a bubble. It's provably scarce. With Mad Dog. Crypto, gold, and silver. Transparent substance. Take my money, start a war with it. Without further ado. Cheers to you, brother. Get shit done. Because the system has to collapse before that. Cheers, I feel much better now. Cheers. (laughs) Wow, that was heavy. Boom. Uh, Welcome to Blockchain and Booze. Hold on, I'm adjusting my uh, volume. Blockchain and Booze number 130. Holy crap. So uh, for those of you who are joining on the live stream and all that stuff, uh, thank you so much. If you're watching on Lunar Crush, like through Twitter or on YouTube or uh, LinkedIn or anywhere else, come hang out with us. If you go to meet.blockchainbooze.io, you can uh, register on the new platform if you haven't already, and you can uh, start chatting with the community. You can ask questions in there, and I will see those questions, and I will ask Reaper and Jason. Um AKA the hustle house, uh, uh, the, the questions, but also really quickly before I forget, cause I've been forgetting lately, um, LA blockchain summit, November 1st through 3rd, the opening party will be, uh, the night before on Halloween. We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, it's something I kind of want to talk about on this hang session because I purposely scheduled this hang session with these dudes because, I just wanted to hang out with my friends and have a, a low key version of this where I didn't have to research the people on it and, and, and figure out, you know, questions in advance and, and all the fun stuff. And I was hoping to actually throw some of you in the community up on screen. Uh, I'll throw the chat soon. Rhonda, looking forward to seeing you in LA. Also, Ben, uh, good to see you. Um, ben, you'd be a uh, great Rhonda. You too coming up on screen a little later if you're still in the chat. Um, but Let's uh, just jump in real quick. Reaper was on more recently, so I'm going to have Jason reintroduce himself, a.k.a. The Hustle House, a.k.a. J Sweeps, a.k.a. Baron Von Hustle. There's Jeremy in the chat, too. Jason. What's up? How you doing, guys? No, hey, it's been a long time. Uh, I love hanging out with the homies. This is a fun trio. Uh, Alon and I go way back. Reaper and I do, too, in the NFT community, and the uh, just excited to be here and like you said hang out with the homies it's been a while since we've got to just hang out and have a drink and and talk about uh anything crypto nft related really 
Yeah, um, love it. Um, it's I, I like that you have the like professional, you know, nice looking backdrop behind you. But you posted pictures earlier of your uh, of your shrine for Jason the Ape. I kind of wish you had some of that stuff there so we could talk about the IRL stuff. But uh, before we wait, wait, before we jump to Reaper, also give everyone your background, right? Like uh, uh, what, you know, just give a tiny bit yeah, of about yeah. you. A uh, tiny bit about me. I've been in crypto and NFTs, uh, crypto since 2016, making YouTube content, teaching people about crypto and NFTs. Uh, really, honestly, I was just like a normal guy who really had a passion for tech and wanted to share it with others. So started teaching people consistently have a background in art. So it just when NFTs happened, it was like lightning hit. And it was like that beautiful moment I've been looking for my whole life uh been in the nft community since 2017 teaching people having a blast uh part of the boring stone project with you two founders up above which has been an amazing fun uh life experience and uh now i'm just marketing a bunch of projects and and working on boring stone and working on some individual art for myself yeah cool so uh okay before we get into, into some of that stuff reaper say hi uh i know you were on more recently when we had the the some of the photo uh we had photo um up here and and uh some other new friends but quickly give everyone the recap on uh, on you yeah i mean uh this is like my what third time in the last month i feel like uh you might as well just make me a permanent co-host at this point That'd be awesome. Really? I mean, I mean, maybe I make e you the host. Either so one of two things. Either you got just like nobody who wants to be on your show. No, you and you're just okay. gonna fill it with me, and that's I, cool. You know, I, I, mean, I get it. You know, I'm gonna take everyone behind uh, the curtain that that Jason has behind him right now, and then yeah. tell you guys something. So Matt had booked a really interesting project to be on the show this week, and I wanted to do more research on them because they're a project that a lot of people had heard of. There's a little controversy. There's some stuff. And I've had such a crazy ass busy week that I was just, I literally just was like, Matt, can we just delay them so I can learn more about, do a little more research, see, see how I feel about the controversy and all that stuff. And just, I'm going to, I'm going to message some friends and see if they want to be on the show. And literally like two minutes later, I messaged you guys. I was like, you guys want to do it? Both of you guys said yes, like within 30 seconds and it was done. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, I, I think that there's, you know, both of you guys have been uh, my wingmen various times on the show. Uh, the, the, uh, our friends from Lunar Crush have, have been that for me too. And there, there's a few people, as you guys know, that I call it as my regulars to just do these hang sessions every once in a while or to come in if like, uh, you know, we have a project that I want a friendly face to uh, to uh, to talk to. So it's gonna, not because people don't yeah. want to be on the show. It's uh, it's uh, it's more about the uh, who I want to be on the show. Right. I'm oh, so right. Sure. Now I want to know who the controversial project is. Right, right, right. People love the drama. Not me. I'm more like, you know, so okay. So, so here, here, okay, do you guys remember about a year ago, six months ago? I don't know even when it was. It could have been two years ago. I, I don't even know because, like, that's how timeframes in crypto work. But there was this one project. It was called, like, Pi Network or something like that, where every single person that you're friends with that was not um, in the crypto space uh, was texting you or posting on Facebook, like, Go get the Pi Network app and you can uh, get free money uh, on the internet, right? And it was very much like, 
all my spidey senses tingled that felt like this was a ridiculous kind of spammy thing. Um, but so many people claim that it's a legit real project, right? <laughs> I like the glasses. Jake. I want to be like Reaper and have glasses on, but I saw the reflection. <laughs> um, so so i was looking it up and like half of the articles are like like this can't be real and half the articles were like this is totally real and uh, i'm seeing some folks in the chat saying i got we got some pie and things like that yes marina we're doing tables afterwards um oh yeah i will tell everyone if you jump into blockchainbooze.io and you'll get redirected to the dgh site you can hang out watch there and ask questions when we're done in about uh, 45 minutes, you'll be able to turn on your camera and stuff too. Um, uh, <laughs> so I'm seeing some comments about the Pi Network from the chat. I'm going to let that sit until we actually have them on to, uh, to defend. I don't them. remember that at Google. all. And I definitely will have to Google it later and go down there. Google it because the thing is they have like a bazillion followers, like some projects have, but then like the engagement, you know, is suspect a little bit, but at the same time, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because uh, they're willing to be on the show. They're willing to take questions publicly. And, and some of the folks on the team seem really legit. So we're going to find out. We'll, we'll let the community decide. And it'll be I, remember, uh, I remember seeing this on like TikTok or something. Like, uh, exactly. you know, it was like, uh, you know, it, it seemed too good to be true. And I started looking into it and, and it seemed too good to be true. So I was like, all right, you know, this, there's no way everything, you know, I, I know everything's up only. At least it was at one point, but it's yeah. not always up only. You know? like, next. <laughs> so, so that's exactly how I felt. And I was like, at, on a crazy busy week, I didn't want to like, you know, at the week I was having last week when we were talking about this, I was like, I don't want to like jump into this thing and it be negative or like be arguing with people or it just, you know, not be fun. I, I wanted to have some fun. I wanted to, to hang out with friends. So that, that's why we, we, we did it this way. Um, uh, <laughs> wait, um, Pravi, uh, uh, an old buddy, uh, uh, Praveen in the chat said, if blockchain moves ever becomes a network sitcom, all the episodes would be formulaic, no research required, do it. I, I, like, don't know, I don't really exactly know what that means, but I like it. I've never researched anybody that I've ever had on my show, and it's worked out really well since 2016. Hey, if you're, if you're the one hosting, you got to ask questions, right? Use the well, show to figure out what's going on. Thing. I will say, okay, so one time I was doing one of those 805 startups events, like one of the local events I do in Southern California. I used to do in Southern California, right? My friend Gary now runs it. He's awesome. The events are great. But I did... Um, uh, uh, DGens is a show in the works. Hey, by the way, uh, DGens.com, it's football season. Just throwing that out there. But um, okay, so I had this dude on who was doing a real estate business and it was a really, really legit business. And he sponsored some 805 startups events, really nice guy. And he was an ex-politician dude. And he had his assistant like reach out to me and keep bugging me saying, we got to prepare for the event. We want to like pre-screen the questions. We'd love to do like a meeting where we discuss what we're going to talk about at the event. And they just kept hounding me. And I felt like it was disrespectful to ignore them. So I was like, absolutely, let's prepare for the event. And we had meeting after, like we had like three meetings leading up to this like live event in front of a crowd of people. And there ended up being, you know, yeah, I don't know, a couple hundred people there. And when people are live, like there's this added pressure. I don't know why there could be like a thousand people on the internet. No big deal. It's just me and my friends hanging out on the internet. Cheers. Right. But like 
when there's 200 people like staring at you, like you get a little nervous. And I don't know what it is. I've done things like that a million times, but because we over-prepared, every time I asked the dude a question, while he was answering the question, all I could think about was, what was that other really good question I had? What, like, I was like all up in my head thinking about what the other question was. I wasn't listening to a word he was saying. And I'm sure that it felt, at least to me, like it was like the crappiest conversation ever because all I could think about while he was talking to me was the next question I was going to ask. That was totally unrelated to what he was talking about. Like, then I don't know. I think a lifetime of ADD prepares you for these more natural conversations where you actually like learn and, and I don't know. Well, I, th- I think that's part of part of it is you get to learn and explore, right? Like, I don't need to know everything about you, especially if I'm about to interview you. When, when people show, like they send the uh, showrunner notes to me, I'll look over it, but I'm like, ah, I'm still going to ask you the questions I want the way that I want, because I want to have a genuine conversation, you know? And I, yeah. I think that's the privilege we have in this space is we get to have genuine conversation with strangers about really cool personal tech and things they're building on and, and banking on. Yeah. Reaper, I can't stop with your ape when it's like this. I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got to have fun with it somehow, man. The, uh, the, the ears, I think, are probably the coolest part. Like, they add gravity to whatever the thing is. So it's just like, it's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I, I, whenever I do an event, okay, so LA Blockchain Summit, we send an email on purpose to each panel and we go like, you know, here's the moderator, here's the like other participants, like, for lack of a better, better way of saying it, we say something like, we're all professionals here, like, we'll leave it up to you guys to do whatever the heck you want. When I'm the moderator, I send a note to everyone that give me a bullet point or two of something you really want me to talk about, if you want me to ask you a question about this. Otherwise, we're all big kids here, like, I'm going to just ask you questions, let's go, like, there's a high level topic. and, And let's just jump in. Because I can't, like, if I prepare too much, like, I always show up out of respect when somebody else is moderating something and asks me, like, let's have a prep meeting. But my, my response to them always is like, let's talk about whatever you want. I, I'm like, I'm also the type of person, like, you can't, there's no such thing as like, don't ask me about that. Like, I, I don't want to talk about that. Like, fucking ask me everything. Like, let's go. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of the whole point of our industry, right? Like, let's be super transparent and honest and I, I think you're right, though, dude. And I think that's part of why we do it this way is if you can't answer my random question, then how can you do this complicated thing? Right. Like that, yeah. that's part of it as well. You know, actually, so, um, randomly, I was just talking to somebody about this because I think it's really interesting. Um, uh, Tim Draper, who's, you know, the Draper and Draper Gorn Holmes, legendary VC investor guy. We're really very lucky to have him as a partner. And he's dropped all sorts of wisdom on us uh, uh, over over the years. And at one of his like investor meetings, talking to people, um, he straight up said, like, he's like, people every once in a while, like look at me sideways or, or think I'm an idiot or something like that. If you know him, you know, he's like crazy smart, like like crazy smart um, and very, very thoughtful. But he will straight up, he tells us, as he's coaching us about, you know, talking to companies and, and how he talks, he's like, ask the stupid questions and then ask them again and then ask them a third time. And like, like it's, it seems really weird, but like, he's like, if an entrepreneur can't answer like the stupid questions and explain to you how they're doing it, like in a simplified way that everyone can understand, how are they ever going to sell their product? Like, 
And, and it's, it's really funny because I've sat in meetings where I'm like, why is he asking that same kind of dumb question all over again? Like, like it's, it's weird, but it's like actually part of the, the strategy and he's doing it consciously, which is kind of interesting. I think I just do it because I'm a dumbass, but um, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Well, you said um, it. I, I, would, I wasn't going to say it. You, you said it, so it's okay. So, okay. We wanted to talk about IRL stuff. And I have so many feelings about this because we're, we're preparing for LA Blockchain Summit. And I wanted to, uh, dude, my wife is cooking and it smells so good. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, so we're, um, oh, oh, Pravi just shared a uh, picture of him in the chat at one of those 805 startups events. That's pretty awesome. Right. Uh, Pravi, if you were at that one with the real estate dude, oh, that was 2015. That could have been the time where we had Adam Draper talking about Bitcoin and none of us bought enough Bitcoin. Um, or any Bitcoin, if you were me at that point. Stupid. Um, uh, but anyway. Uh, okay, I can't ADD look at the chat, guys. I'm going to look away for a few minutes. Um, so we were talking about LA Blockchain Summit. So I wanted to talk to you guys. Actually, uh, uh, Jason, you had a cool thread on, on Twitter the other day. Not, not really a thread. You posted a post saying, like, who wants to talk at IRL events? And it was fun going through and seeing who replied, what they talked about. I think there's a, a big, uh, there's, there's a, from that thread, we, we it might be your, your follower. Did you, did you find a consensus topic or was it maybe? The, the consensus it's very, it's really weird. The, uh, it's weird. I, I think everyone wanted to talk about well, like, you know, living clean and not doing any drugs and uh, eating vegetables, things like that. It was all could healthy. You imagine, could you imagine the city of Los Angeles consuming the product called <laughs> Mar Magicwana? No, um, it, it's kind of funny. Like I, I put up this post saying if I were to help, you know, curate some speakers in a sense, like for a convention, who would be interested or what topic would you speak on? And so many people said the the marijuana topic, whether it was no. an NFT project or whatever. And I thought, oh, that's that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Then there was a lot of cool projects that just wanted to participate and reach yeah. out. And, and I thought that was neat as well. I think I think it's going to be super fun because I, you know, for me, the LA Blockchain Summit is like really a very professional event. Right. And it's like it's my business. It's like what I built, you know, DGH on top of and everything. So it's like we talk from everything about enterprise blockchain to security tokens to DeFi. Right. But then. Uh, <laughs> um Sorry, I, I lied when I said I wasn't going to look at the chat anymore. Um, so we, you know, it's a super professional event, but we've been talking about NFTs for years, right? And we even, you know, two years ago when COVID first hit, uh, you know, that's over two years ago now, we did like an NFT uh, uh, like charity campaign where every speaker got an NFT that looked like, like a baseball card and we did like a charity auction for it. It was super cool. But like, NFTs didn't actually exist uh, till, you know, in, in the mainstream real culture till about a year ago, right? Like, you know, think it's been a year and a couple months, a year and a few months since uh, Bored Apes launched. And a couple months after they launched is when the mainstream started paying attention to it, right? And it's cool, like knowing that this is going to be the first LA blockchain summit since like NFTs weren't just a, a thing that a few weird random nerds amongst us were like, 
wouldn't it be cool if there was NFT ticketing and everyone's like, what the fuck's an NFT? And you're like, well, there's these things called ERC 721 tokens. And everyone just was like, like, this is ridiculous. It was way too early, right? Like Shiv that does Moonwalk had a company back then called Block Party Ticketing. And he was trying to do tickets for events on the blockchain and they were NFT. It was in 2017. (laughs) Like nobody was doing it yet, right? But now there's so much. So for me, it's like so fun knowing that like there's going to be all sorts of fun friends of ours, you know, participating in the event. You know, there was like, you know, a few artists that we would let, you know, just display their art at the event and it was super fun. But like, there was like maybe six, seven people who were somewhat notable Bitcoin or crypto artists back then. Like now there's literally hundreds of straight up, you know, really, really amazing artists doing, even just if you just consider the one-of-one stuff, not even the, the board apes and communities and stuff. So, you know, to me, I think that that's super fun. I wanted to get your guys' opinion, you know, like, I'm, I'm talking too much one. So, so I, but like, you know, Jason, you've been to the event you saw it from the like perspective of hanging out pre NFTs, right? It's very different than an NFT. I I remember going way back in the day and meeting up with Ken Bosak, uh, for anyone who remembers Ken Bosak. Uh, and he, I love him. He's a great guy. And we, we would meet up and we would go through, you know, kind of wander through and, I remember it being a very interesting experience because I saw a lot of the people I saw on YouTube there, but they were all very early in their YouTube careers. Like Crypto Wendy was just beginning, you know, everyone was just beginning. And so they were just hanging out, learning collectively. And I remember being there in panels and watching these like speakers and sitting, I always sat right in the front row and I'd listen to them like, wow, these are really impactful people, you know? Now I kind of look back years later and they were like some really gigantic people that I I didn't know that that how big they were going to be in the crypto NFT space. Um, I remember listening to Adam Draper, you know, talking with his bright orange pants. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's Ken Bozak. Let me tell you, Ken is one of the first NFT people that really got it. I bought one. I bought his NFT for four dollars and twenty cents. It was the Ken Bozak support badge. I think that might be my first NFT I ever got. Yo, you know what? The, Secur- the security tried to kick him out of the event because they thought he was like sneaking in. I had to chase them down. I was like, "Don't kick out Ken." <laughs> Ken Bozak and Alon bought the second NFT I ever made, I believe, which was my digital soul. And I made a thousand, oh uh, I partitioned my digital soul a thousand pieces. Ken Bosak bought one, Alon bought one, and then I never sold anymore. <laughs> we own, I own what, what is that? a tenth of a percent of your soul. Uh, man, when, it, when they say you sold your soul, man, you sold it to, oh man, what's that company, uh, that other water company, Liquid Metal or something? Like, something oh, like that. Liquid yeah, yeah, Liquid yeah. Death. Liquid Death. yeah, they they did their NFT project was like you sell you sign a contract, you sell your soul, and they're like, We're the first one and on the blockchain. I was like, No, actually, you're not. Uh that would be me. I sold fractions of my soul a long time ago. <laughs> I gotta look for that. Was that on wax? It was a uh, rareable. It was rareable. Oh, so I definitely still got it. Hold on, I've got dude. I've got, I'm looking through the, the Google photos, right? And I've got you. Uh, I, I can't wait also... to go from that period where, There's you I remember, Tim. yeah, I remember that Tim Draper waiting in line to get his book, which I still have 
Uh, it's actually weighing down an ape fest poster right now to straighten it out. Nice. Oh, here, here. See, <laughs> Jason was was a, a legit YouTuber. Look, he's got his camera and everything uh, doing the book signing. So, I mean, let's talk about that hat. Let's yo, talk let's talk about that shirt I'm wearing, Intimate.io. <laughs> Intimate.io was a British company that did uh, sex worker tokens on the blockchain because in the UK, sex work is legal. And so that was one of the first crypto projects I ever had a conference with. And that was interesting. But um, so, so do you want to talk about that conference? I, no. Maybe that's off limits. <laughs> okay. Right. That's where that's it is. Off limits. No, no, no. But yeah. that, that was a fun time, man. Well, think about how early that, that was, right? Because since then, uh, just going into crypto, not NFTs, but like since then, there's been all sorts of controversy with, you know, like Visa and MasterCard uh, taking away uh, uh, the ability to, to pay on like OnlyFans and on porn sites and random things like that and like kind of censoring what can you, you can use their stuff. So, you know, they were pretty, they're probably too early to that equation, but... They don't exist anymore, but it was definitely an interesting idea. Um, it's, there's, a, there's a lot of things that were way too early in the 2017-18 period that, like, if they existed now, they might stand a chance. But but back then, they just played a purpose in the bigger picture. 100%. It, it was interesting, right? Like, so... So, but but going going back to it, right? Like the the real life part. There, you know, you you went go to an event in real life. There was a book signing, right? I don't know if you remember this, but we got the production company all like perfectly dialed in. Like we talked to Tim and his uh, his team at the time. This was before we were working with him, like uh, as DGH, and we we're just like, hey Tim, can we buy a thousand copies of your book and do a book signing? Like I bet if I buy a thousand copies, it'd be discounted. And this is how how rad he is as a person. Like you talk to, I've learned that when you talk to other people, they're like, oh yes, talk to my publishing company. And they try to get you to buy the book at like full price. Tim's P, Tim was like, like he saw like his publishing company try to do one of those moves to us. And he's like, no, that's BS. I bet if we print a thousand copies, they should be like way cheaper. And so he, <laughs> he actually let us like buy it like in bulk from a different company and put like a, you know, like LA blockchain summit edition or at the time crypto invest summit edition, like stamp on it and like not get the credit for like being a bestseller or whatever, like that other books people would do because he just wanted more people to read his book. And so we got it all dialed in. We stacked all the books. We let people get in line. We're like, Tim, we got this dialed in. Everyone grabs a copy of the book. They come up to you, you sign it. We snap a selfie, like not a selfie, but like the photographer's there to snap a picture. They move on. You say, thank you. Next person. Like it's like 10 seconds per person. We're going to breeze through these thousand copies of your book in like an hour. And he's like, great guys. And then first person walks up to him and he goes, so what do you do? And he's like, leans in, has a whole conversation. Is like, he's like adamant that he wanted to write a personalized note for every single person who came to him. And he, you know, it was crazy. He sat there for like six hours. Bro, from, from, from like an experience uh, perspective, I remember standing that line and it was interesting because you got to like, the lines at these events are half the fun. So I remember sitting in them and like talking to people and getting to know like, oh, what do you do? What are you working on? This kind of thing, right? So finally I get up to the line, uh, to the front, 
you saw that picture. That's when I say like to Tim, he's like, Oh, what are you doing? I'm like, he, he did. He asked like everybody, like, what do you do? And I was like, Oh, I'm a crypto YouTuber. Do you mind if I like record this? And he didn't care. He was like, no. So that little video clip that you saw me is actually on a YouTube video somewhere where I made an LA blockchain crypto video way back in the day. But I remember that line, that, that whole line vividly waiting for him because at that point he was like larger than life to a lot of us, you know, cause we, we were, I mean, in, in reality he still is, but now in a sense you have this more like, I, I know him yeah. to, to a degree. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those funny things too, because like, you know, him, and the crazy thing is like, you start to meet him and he's the same dude. Like, so what's really weird is you meet a lot of people, especially like investors and, and wealthy people. And he's like, you know, He's simultaneously like crazy and smart and like the, the one of the best investors you've ever met. And, and I've told stories on, on, on here and stuff like that. But like it doesn't matter if he's in front of you on a live stream here or privately in a room with with other people. Um, he's he's that same dude, which is really, really cool. Um, and it's uh, it's it's really, really fun. But like uh we were in New York backstage at our security token summit. And he straight up went to the mayor of New York who was opening up the show with us. And he's like, what are you going to do about this trash problem? Like, and, and the mayor started answering him. He's like, I've got an idea. And he's like, so he was pitching the mayor on like this idea to help with like the trash on the streets of New York. Right. And I've seen him in front of, I remember seeing him in front of a crowd of investment bankers at some event in, uh, you know, in Vegas or something like a big time, one of those events where every person was like the other people on stage ahead of them were like politicians, right? Like all these, these like, like being interviewed by like the CNN anchors and things like that, like this crazy conference. And I thought he was going to get in front of stage in front of the bankers. And I was like, hmm, I wonder how he's going to act. Like, is he going to be different? Like, what's he going to be? And he straight up was like, we're putting all you guys out of business. Like, and it, was just, it was, it was, it was pretty great. Um, exactly the same dude who he is all the time. And you just said it straight to him. Right. And uh, it was pretty great. He's uh, um, it was, it was pretty wonderful. So that's, that's cool that you got that experience kind of live. I'm, I'm excited to have that myself with a bunch of the folks from, from different projects and stuff like that. Reaper, I mean, you you are uh, living as your ape at this moment. I know uh, I know that Reaper and uh, the man behind Reaper are going to be at at LA Blockchain Summit. How do you feel about you know you recently went to to NFT NYC? I know you, you got to hang out with Jason there. You went to Ape Fest. You know what are some of the things that real life events we should uh, we should try to do in uh, in LA? uh oh shit real life events um well i mean so if we we base everything off of nft nyc um i'm i'm assuming that snoop and uh lil wayne are going to perform at the blockchain events i mean it is la right you know they're going to they're going to be there at 8 a.m on stage opening up the show they're going to welcome everyone in for sure well perfect perfect 
I mean, then, then I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, and then they're going to that, moderate right? the um, cannabis uh, on the blockchain discussions. Now, you know? now that I, would I be... apologize, Jason, in advance from bumping you from the moderation <laughs> slot. But if Snoop asks, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, you'll still be on the panel, though. I mean, to be honest, we I don't see why we couldn't get Camp de Medici, his son, to come through and talk about marijuana and NFTs and what he's working with on with his pops. That doesn't sound too far fetched. I'm I'm in communication with uh with this crew. We're also, you know, by I'm the way, we had him on signals currently in the backyard to him, you know. Um, you know, so <laughs> well no, we're 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 in talks. We're gonna we're trying to get him to uh, do some fun stuff. We're gonna have some fun um for real, but also uh by the way, just throwing it out there, we had Baron uh Davis on uh, a few weeks ago, and mostly his metaverse projects were were the guys talking. But if you guys remember, we did a little walkthrough um uh, his uh, his compound, his hang area in LA, and there's room for a few hundred people there. We're definitely planning as part of the LA Blockchain Week uh, to do some fun stuff there too, uh, which will be awesome. So uh, I'm gonna just throw this out there: uh, we could do the Baron and Baron show. Just saying. Ooh, Baron von Baron. Yeah, Baron Davis and Baron Baron von Hustle. That could that could be a thing. I think I think it, it is now a thing. I'm gonna text him uh, after the show and say, you know, yeah. I've got I've got I've got an idea. He's also a uh, he's got a mutant. Uh, they're doing some fun stuff with with his mutant, and we're gonna nice. we're gonna work on some some things hopefully. Um, but but, but Reaper, sorry, I interrupted. I don't even remember what the question was. What's what's the question again? Why are you um, so awesome, little Wayne? Why am I awesome? Well, I mean, we don't have enough time for that. But but we're legit. we can start with. We can start with this. Oh, nice. Hey, look. You know, for those yeah. of you who don't know, I keep blocking Jason's face. I feel rude. Hold on. I'll put okay. Jason here. Block my own face. Um, uh, check this out. This is the latest uh, Punk Ape Strong thing. I'm in jail. That's awesome. There we go. There we go. Um, but, dude, how hey, So, I'll just say this. I, I, you know, I know that you, you said the, the blockchain, LA Blockchain Summit is uh, more professional. It's probably got a lot of, uh, you know, corporate types not necessarily into this the nft space um we're about to give everybody a culture lesson um because you're going to get very annoyed i'm sure with seeing uh our our apes all over the place um you know and and some of the promotional type type stuff and 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 all around and you know it's it to me they they blend together they're not separate right this should all be uh, a part of the 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 same community so um we're going to try to do a little uh a little uh, indoctrination maybe you know, I, I say that because maybe I'm like, I don't know if I'm like a little nervous in the back of my head or whatever, but, you know, I showed you guys pictures, right? I brought I brought the life-size punk age strong. I don't know why I don't have that one. The one that looks like this version of Board Becky. Mm-hmm. I, bought, uh, I brought that, which, by the way, Reaper did all of these. Reaper did. Did, did all of them. Yeah, right? when, when, she, when she has her baby, you're going to have to do a little. Uh, she uh, had the baby. Oh, did she now? Oh, she yeah. did. Oh, she we got to reach out. Yeah, make her something where she's holding her little baby ape, you know? There you go. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. That's Reaper. Sweet. Jason, that's a good idea. Maybe um, We may need to send her, here. send her a, a little baby guitar that looks like her. The, the, the I'm going to go on a Kanye oh. rant now about how cool I am. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what I'm going to do. There's these I'm going to let you finish. But I got it. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. 
<laughs> there's uh, there's this thing called Lug guitars that are really cool that my kids got when we were, they were little. They're like these miniature guitars that have three strings instead of six, and they are the actual. They're tuned to the like uh, the three high pitch strings of a guitar, and then your kids get to learn by playing like half of the chords with their hands, and it's much easier to play, and it's really fun. I play my kids things sometimes and just goof around. We should make a punk ape strong version of one of those, like with uh, and you know with a boring stone sticker on it and stuff. We'll we'll send it to her. There you go. You should also do a little like "Welcome to the World" song. Oh dang! Now you're putting me to work. I like it. Yeah, yeah, bro. Punk, punk Ape Strong needs to have an album with 12, 12 hits, and I would love one of them to be a Christmas song uh, <laughs> because we have. Well, you know, I also apologize because I do know that that might not be the appropriate lifestyle choice. Uh, but it could be Christmas. Uh, it could be Hanukkah. It could be all that's the what I mean. So I would like you to make a Hanukkah song for Punk Ape Strong and a Christmas song so that we could put that out for people. And that'll be your EP. It'll be the Christmas Hanukkah song. You could be the Adam Sandler of the Bored Ape world. Yeah, so you know so anybody, anybody going to uh, LA Blockchain Summit, just know that um, we've now committed Alon to performing live on stage uh, for these new songs. So congratulations. I can, I can try to do an outro in the <laughs> You had I you had a look in you where you're like, uh. <laughs> well, so, with so I will say I've uh, Reaper Reaper and Jason know this because sometimes I send them like a version of a song in advance. One of the times I was shirtless, but most of the time I will tell you I put I when I make punk ape strong songs I go like a full method actor. I put on my striped shirt, and I will actually like I put on this shirt to practice and play the song because I feel like I need to. So when I made the Fame Lady Squad song for their like uh, for their one year anniversary, I literally like put this shirt on to record the song, <laughs> even though I didn't show myself on it. I show Punk Ape Strong in the video, but I feel like, you know, the video looks more like this, right? But I I have to put on the striped shirt to get in the character. I might need to I might need to get a, a maroon vest. Uh, you, to, you should. Uh, I think you should. Yeah. You should try to get that. that. Yeah. You know, you need to ask it as well with that little pin. Oh yeah, for that sure. Yeah. The... I mean, that I, I have that in my closet now. I don't know why I haven't worn that before. I mean, for so, sure. Um, it's almost two. <laughs> <laughs> um, I could probably. I bet I have the blockchain booze theme song memorized, or at least partly memorized. I could try to do it. Um, we maybe can try if, if 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 the if the booze catches up to me by the end of the show, you might convince me. Hey, so um, we didn't we didn't talk about that. What what uh, it is blockchain and booze? What's everybody drinking? All right, so for me, Johnny Walker and a little Sprite. I've got this called uh, I don't know how, why it's blurry out. All Nations Barrelx, this NFT project sent me this bottle of whiskey. Nice, and uh, it's a hundred and ten proof. Wow. I think it's, fucking, it's amazing. It's fire, but I'm also drinking a Dos Equis to wash it down at the same time. Yeah, I mean, you, I, you um, gotta have. Yeah, of course. What do you have in Reaper? We can't see. Well, yeah, you can't see this. Uh, I got uh, I got my hands on this. I, I've never had this before. It's called Fable and Folly. Uh, it's an orphan barrel whiskey distillate. It's like a bourbon from uh, uh, Tennessee or something. Uh, but it's a uh, it's 90 proof. I was wondering why it was so strong. Um, Did you and say yours orphan, is like 110. Orphan barrel? Orphan barrel. Yeah. What is is that? the uh, distillery. Di- 
distilling company. But it's good. It's really good. And we're talking about IRL. I just got off of uh, uh, a call earlier with uh, one of the venues. Um, 99% sure the conga room is we're going to have the opening party. And uh, we're going to probably find other ways to uh, sneak this in different ways at different random places uh, throughout the event. But I don't think I'm supposed to tell anyone, but we're like 40 minutes in. And, you know, if you're still listening, just don't tell anyone else. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm not going to say specifics anyway, but I think there might be, speaking of whiskey, something that one of our friends, uh, look at the screen, right? Uh, where is it? One of our friends may be providing for us at the opening party. Yeah, one of our friends who may or may not have provided that bottle of premium vodka. There, there may be some whiskey um, that he brings and some Very vodka nice. and some gin, and maybe some other surprises uh, that he brings to the opening party and stuff like that, that we'll all be able to uh, partake in and check out. Um, I did just, and- uh, I did just redeem my Doge vodka from him, which was, uh, oh, did you, did you get the, did you uh, get it in? Uh, I got the whole did- bottle. It's in a box. It's like fancy. Now here's here. I got one complaint and I, I'm just going to put this on record. Okay. I, watch the mint count to make sure that i minted token number 69 just because it's doge vodka it's meme vodka i needed to have token 69 okay i got you did the right thing i did so like i did this on purpose right so when i went to redeem my bottle i thought i was going to get a certificate that said it was token you know like it was bottle 69 you know what i got it was bottle 499 uh, yeah, because how disappointing so is that? So what you got was the mint pass, and that pass gets you access to each new drop they do. But there's, uh, I know on the Doge vodka, there was a certain number. Um, I know on one of the future ones, um, what's uh, what, I don't remember Sailor Gary's number, but his name number is like 1840 something or something right. like that. Sounds like a year, 1936. I don't know, yeah. Yeah, one of the future drops, it's going to be limited to that number of bottles, right? So you don't necessarily get the bottle number. But you know what? I think you should bring that complaint in front I, of Sailor Gary. And I we got to see if we can get bottle number 69. He, he better he better show up to LA Blockchain Summit. And I am, if you put a, put a camera on us, we're going to have an all-out fight over this because I want certificate number 69 from a bottle of Doge. Otherwise, I'm just going to drink it. Otherwise, I'll just, I'll, I'll you know, if, Otherwise, if, I'm going to just drink just it. Just drink it. But if, if it's got that. me with a good time. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lock this thing up in a safe and, uh, and leave it. Okay. There, I want to say something, uh, by the way, uh, somebody asked, they're like, vodka, is that Russian? Uh, Northern California. Oh, just something that's really cool, by the way. Um, Sailor Gary. His, their sort of day job and where they started. They're a bunch of crypto nerds like the rest of us, but they were they have a vodka distillery in Northern California that was voted USA Today's number one craft vodka distillery in the country. That's that's fucking awesome. So it's crazy. congrats to him. And there's some other um, some other awards they won too, but I just remember that one off the top of my head. Um, so like the thing that's crazy about this. And I love, and this, we could keep going the IRL discussion because <laughs> I've, uh, I've ADD'd us in 18 different directions other than the main topic. Um, uh, you know, there's so many people, right? Like 
you got the ape water hat on and I think that they're legit, right? We've got um, the, the Doge vodka friends of ours and sailor Gary. We know that they're legit. There's so many people, right? We, we saw that picture with like the apes on t-shirts where it was just white t-shirts with the apes on them. Right. And it's like, it's fun to have your ape on a shirt, but you want it to be cool. Right. Like it's cool to have your, your ape on a bottle of vodka. Right. But if it's just like the, you know, Savon's brand plastic bottle equivalent vodka, but like there's an ape on it, that's not cool anymore. Right. So I, I love when legit brands do it. I would love to hear from you guys. Like I, you know, people who you think have done it right versus, you know, what's the wrong way to do it? Because so many people are licensing apes, um, doing cool things. Um, but uh, <laughs> Jeremy just uh, posted in the chat, there was a main topic. <laughs> <laughs> the main topic was that friends are drinking together and talking. That's right. <laughs> it, it's um, blockchain and booze. This is what happens. Yeah. I, I, don't, right. I don't, I don't know what else to say. Oh. Should I share what you just sent in the chat? Yeah, so 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 here, so I'm just going to start throwing some things into the chat, but like, um, but like, uh, you know, so so oh, that's you're, you're, you're talking about like, uh, like merch and cool. stuff, right? And the, and I don't, I'm not like a streetwear like connoisseur of any kind, but you know, I I had my day with like buying and selling Supreme stuff and all this other kind of stuff, right? So when I and I see the the like amateur hour of like NFT projects throwing out merch that they just uh it's 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 mediocre, right? We we need we need better, right? And and there's a lot that we can do that's better. So we're we're trying and I think uh you know I don't know what you want to say, but we are working behind the scenes here to bring some of this uh, to market. Um and and taking a little bit more of a uh a streetwear stance, I guess, maybe, or I think uh, something a, high a little quality bit cooler. Stance. High quality, right? Is is I, is the thing, right? Like, I don't want a scratchy T-shirt. I want something that I can wear every day. So, I'm 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 really bad at this stuff, right? Like, not not bad at this stuff in like that. I don't recognize quality. I'm bad at this stuff that like I'm not a stylish dude, right? And I know that like re both of you dudes are like we're collecting sneakers. Who was that? You're looking pretty stylish right now. I'm wearing my striped T-shirt. I'm, I'm, Nobody's I'm, actually uh, seen me live, so who who knows? I just put on a good front. That's it. See, I just tried to dress like punk ape strong. By the way, my, my wife got me these uh, legit like uh, uh, glasses from like a designer company that happened to look just like my ape's glasses. Um, I got the striped T-shirt, you know. Only thing is that I shaved today, so I don't look bored and unshaven like my ape. Um, but, uh, that's, that's, that's the thing, but, but no, for real, I, I don't know, like I wear the same punk t-shirts that just have the logo of the company at the front and they're just a crappy, whatever cheap t-shirt. But when I got like one of the ape merches, the, the atom bomb squad drop, I like recognized that that shirt was really high quality. I recognized that it looked different than the rest of my, my crappy shirts, right? It looked more like the, the nicer stuff that, that my wife will get me. Right. And I think that like you have that ape water hat. It looks like a quality hat. There's so many people that would come to our events, right? And give away free shirts or give away free junk that nobody ever re-wears and uses. But then when people do it right, you see everybody wearing it at the next conference or at the next place, right? So I, I like things being done right, right? And I think we're trying to encourage that. Yeah, I'll even I'll even throw some shade on the board API club, uh, even though I'm repping their avatar here. But the the first two 
merch drops they had, super high quality stuff. Blasphemy. Like, like, it is great. Like, <laughs> no, like those first two, man, I wear those shirts all the time. The hoodie all the time. The Adam Bomb, Adam Bomb Squad hoodies were great. The t-shirt, not so much, but the, but the hoodies were awesome. This latest drop, I can't even wear it. Like most of the stuff they send out, I can't wear it. And, and I, I, they got a new merch supplier or whatever. And so it, it is always very uh, dependent on you got to vet and you got to make sure the quality is where you want it to be because it, it, you can get some sketchy stuff, even if you're the biggest project in the space. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going stone going forward, guys. Every, every piece of merch that we send out, I will personally wear and make sure it's up to standards. Absolutely. Out, just to make sure it also has that the the hustle house smell on it as well <laughs> <laughs> is it going to smell like the candle or or, or the mutant car oh, you know, know what alon is a, br- a brilliant brilliant man and he has a beautiful what did I do? uh we need to start selling votive candles with our board <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I, okay so i grew up in a catholic household where votive candles were a very normal real thing and also the dollar store was a very real part of my life. So that's where they said I was about to tell you. So I, I, I my parents are, are Israelis. We grew up in a Jewish house. I'm not really religious, but we didn't have um, those candles. But I remember seeing them all the time at the dollar store. You'd see them yeah, with the, exactly. the Jesus. That's why I called it a Jesus candle because I didn't know what it's called. Yeah, exactly. And so now that you threw that into our reality, I think we need to make some votive candles to go to the shrines and to go that's to right. these these cool, uh, you know, collectives that we're, we're starting to have as NFT holders. So maybe that's something we can do for, for the blockchain summit is I'll create a little votive shrine outside and we'll do a little board ape ceremony. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be so great. Yeah. There's going to be, um, with partnership with another group and we're going to make announcements for it too, because it's really them doing some cool things. There's going to be some, some merch things. There's going to be some fun stuff that we do as boring stone and, You'll get to uh, see uh, uh, some of these, uh, you know, rad uh, Reaper derivatives in real life. I'll say that. Um, and you'll get to hang with us and our apes. But like there's going to be trying to do some some other really cool stuff. I think that would be a really fun idea to have something like that. I think, though, that like a lot of people who own apes, a lot of people that own World of Women or Fame Ladies have like, their their merch and then like prints of their nfts and random things in their house like reaper i don't know if you can show us you know your uh your your backdrop without uh if you want to stay anonymous or oh, whatever. hang on hang on all right <laughs> you, you put me outside. all right give me give me like five minutes to get it ready because uh i don't have anything displaying on my token frame give me a second okay so I'm like reaper has alone you got me thinking about this we need to reach out to bored and hungry and see if they're willing to do a pop-up at the blockchain summit at the conference center because they're in Long Beach and they have a mobile unit, you know. Oh, I didn't realize that a mobile unit. They should bring it. Yeah, it was at it was at ApeFest in New York, right? So maybe they could pop out and create some kind of burgers. Like their burgers are amazing. And there's that that correlation. So just throwing yeah, that I out there. I keep wanting to make the drive out there. So that would be that would be it's incredible. So like the board coffee uh, um, or board breakfast club, uh, those guys are are awesome. Hold on, I think I have one of their NFTs here. Yeah, I, I have this one because I wanted to show everyone that I got the one with uh, the boring stone at the t- on the table. Um, uh, 
And they, they did some cool stuff at AFS where they printed people's NFTs on the Awates, right? Like, um, which is, which is pretty rad, but I guess going back to, going back to it, right? Like Jason, what's, what's your favorite piece of real life merch, um, that you, that you to be honest with you, I, I got gifted this, this amazing gift by Claire Salva, who's a, an amazing artist. And she does these dollar bills where she does these portraits on them and yeah. she painted my board ape on it and sent it to me as a gift because she said uh, not too many people celebrate her or, or cheerlead for her. And I do that often because I think her work is incredible. So I have that sitting to the side of my desk. And I think that's one of my most cherished yeah. possessions because it has my ape, but also it was a, it was a gift from an amazing artist that I, I really like respect and admire. That would be that that that's huge. Yeah, I I love her the the pen work that she does too. Like those just black and white. She uses a bic basically, but she I does these dollar bills. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Can you uh, hold on? I'll make it. Uh, it's so hard. All right, there well, there it is a little bit. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, it's where like she, right she on that dollar bill. Yeah, see, she she takes like oil paint or or paint and paints on dollar bills and makes like these custom oh, cool so dollar hard. bills. Yeah, well, uh, you have just a black background. You don't necessarily have to blur it, right? I don't know how. how oh yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. No, I think I think people got that. Um, uh, I got a physical quote. Oh, here we go. Oh, sweet. Hold on, let me make it big again. Yeah, it's a, like she'll 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 go and what's really cool, go. by the way, um, go to her feed. I've done this with my kids, but like, damn, that looks so cool. Like That's she, so rad. Yeah, she'll do when she does those dollar bills. She sometimes will do the um, like a time lapse recording of her actually doing it. So if you go to her feed and then click on media, I do this with my kids all the time. We just go down and watch every video of her making these things because it's like mind blowing how I, like I was so upset. I asked her to do a Picasso one and then I I voted on him because she puts them on foundation, which is the auction sort, right? Yeah. And then I was stupid and I posted that I bid on it. And someone outbid me. And then I was like, well, I don't want to. It's such a a double-edged sword. I've done that before. Um, I, uh, one of the times I bid on, um, I didn't get it that time. I don't think Reaper got it either. Reaper ended up getting one of them uh, eventually. Um, What's his name that does the paintings? Registered Um, artist. Registered artist. Yeah. The registered artist paintings. I uh, I bid on it. I shared it, and then literally, like it was. I, I thought it was like done because it was like ten minutes till it was over. And I bid like at the time it was like three ETH or something. And I had to leave the house, and so I posted on Twitter like like so excited. I'm the top bid here, and then like I leave the house and I come back that night thinking I probably won it, and and somebody somebody outbid me. Alon, you need to get one because two thirds of the Boeing Stone team have one, man. I know, and I and I can tell you this thing. It's so it's four foot by four foot. It's one of the most amazing pieces of art. Uh, like clearly, it's in my house. It, it's by far the best thing I have now. It it, it it's taken a little bit of getting used to uh, because it now takes up the entire wall of my office, and uh, every time anybody walks like through the house, it they see my ape, and and you know. 
I mean, you know, it, As it it's a big be. part of my life, right? It's, it should be. Uh, but it's massive and it's freaking amazing. Does it make you smile when you see it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, constantly. I mean, I, so, I, so I have it set up so that we're, I'm looking at my laptop and, and everything as I'm working every day. I get to look up at it. It's great. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, shit. I think Ben uh, um, wanted to, to potentially uh, tell us about something. He put a proposal up, but we're running out of time. Hold on. Um, I threw the StreamYard link in there. Uh, ben, if you pop in there, AKA BB Studios, um, uh, I think he might come up and tell us about something he's doing in Decentraland that I think it would just be cool for the community to, to hear about. But like, you know, I think we didn't, we did we barely touched a surface, but I think that like, you know, the big difference, right, that we, we try to talk about here is whether it's like an event or the actual product, right? Is like, you want good quality. You don't want like, you know, a real life piece of merch for the sake of having a piece of merch. Like, like you know, I actually kind of by accident, like remember my, my, um, my BAHC hats that I have uh, for, for Punk Ape Strong. I should have worn it just because it's, that was the topic today. But, you know, everyone here, uh, or at least that was a part of the community at the time, got, uh, got this hat in Decentraland, right? And I made um, a bunch of them in real life. And I actually made a dozen of them in real life because that was the minimum order at a product that my wife was like, this is actually a good hat. Don't buy that cheap shit. And it was expensive, but we did it because my wife insisted that I get a good one. Because if I'm, she's like new, she knows me. She's like, you're going to wear this shit every day. Get a good one. Um, and so uh, I did it. And by the way, um, I, I'm sure it's too late now, but the, uh, the dudes at Lion's Milk in Brooklyn, I left them half of the hats, like in five or six hats, I left there and told them the next five people who ask, where's the Punk Ape Strong hats, pull it from behind the counter and just give one to them. Um, and uh, that was like this thing, but the life-size Reaper uh, derivative of Punk Ape Song is still in their window in Brooklyn at Lions Milk. Hey Ben, I was just about to add you to the stream, and you're, you 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 dropped off. Uh, come back. Uh, I literally was Let's just Brooklyn, man. I'm down. Yeah, Lions Milk. By the way, there that there's that cafe that you probably have seen like on Twitter where they have the. Um, they have a bunch of, um, they have like four or five really high def, uh, like TVs turned sideways as frames for, um, for NFTs. Oh, here, here you are, Ben. Um, and they, uh, they, uh, display random NFTs. You might see it on Twitter. They're the ones who did the caffeinated lions drop, but they're just a really good cafe. Their, um, family is Turkish and they make like legit pastries that like, we're so good. We were just hanging out there. They like pulled out beers from the fridge. We hung out. We did like a live blockchain booze hang session. And they have Punk Ape Strong in the window now. And they have one of Punk Ape Strong's guitars. One of uh, three, I think, three Punk Ape Strong guitars we've ever made. I want to make uh, at least one for LA Blockchain Summit too. Ben, how's it going, dude? What's uh, Tell us what you're doing in uh, Decentraland. Uh-oh, you're, you're muted. I can't hear you. Hello. Hey there. Hey, what's going on, bro? First things first, I'm drinking a little beer called Who Cooks for You. It's an <laughs> Ohio native brewery, uh, so it's really good beer. It's named after an owl here in Ohio. Um, we have got. We're gonna. We're actually about to submit a, a proposal very soon for Decentraland. Uh, we actually run a 
battle, art battle session every Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it's called Art or Die or Hour to Dow, depending on our, uh, our battle uh, format. But we utilize the POAP protocol and a clever way of putting together some DCL uh, POAP dispensers and scoreboards. And we programmatically hooked it all up, put some magic together, and we're using the POAP protocol simultaneously to track the voting. So, yeah, so they'll put like two pieces of art up on like the wall, at, on the wall, right, in Decentraland in their, in their space that looks really sick. And then you walk up to one or the other. You like basically they're battling each other. You choose which one you like better. And when you click on the one you like better, you actually get a PO app saying you voted for that one. No, right? it and says you voted in the battle. You vote in the um, battle. Yeah. But, but there's two different POAPs depending on which one you did, right? It's actually the same POAP, but we use two different POAP dispensers. And ah. so depending on which dispenser you meant from, it goes, it counts that scoreboard above. The so like I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily hurt like Jason's feelings if I vote for Reaper. If Reaper It wouldn't be on the blockchain that you voted for Reaper yet, just yet. But uh, we'll, we'll, okay. we've got plans for that. <laughs> he can now, check the metadata and be like, bro. <laughs> so our proposal is we're going to ask the Dow for $60,000 to put some real meat behind the prizes. So we're actually going to cool. we're going to go out and pre-purchase the artist's work. Only we're going to purchase it for a good amount where you know people actually care about, you know, 400 600 bucks that could be somebody's uh rent for the month and they're going to yeah. hopefully tell people about that when that happens for them and we're going to give away meaningful prizes other artworks uh, during the, the battles. That's cool. And really, it's just, you know, when you when you combine the POAP technology, real rewards for players because the sandbox is already proving that model works. And, Was, you know, when's the up. proposal go out and, like, what's the time frame? Could we have you back to, like, uh, remind everyone oh, about yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, the proposal is going to have a two-week time frame. So oh, cool. There's going to be plenty of time. We're going to probably uh, release it next week. Uh you know, or maybe later on this week, but cool. Yeah. Remind, remind me to, to at minimum share it with the community, but maybe we could have you on. We could talk, talk about it before then. Um, ben, before we go, have you, do you have any IRL uh, NFT stuff? Like I, I do. Um, what do you got? It's uh it's actually a frame that was given to me by Giselle Florex at NYC NFT. And it had a QR code at the corner of this frame and it looked and you couldn't really tell what it was until you put it up to the light. It was actually, she took a huge picture that she did and she cut it up into 64 or 128 pieces and put those printed out and put those pieces in the frame, put a QR code that uh, corresponded to the NFT on super rare. And the only way you could claim that NFT is if you had this, the physical. Oh, that's cool. And so That's then I was able to stuff. claim that. that. Yeah, and it's uh, it was super awesome. Uh, I could try. I'm not logged into Super Rare at the moment, uh, so no. it would just be too much dead time to show you. No worries. But uh, no worries. We're we're five minutes over time, so I want um, we should do a uh, oh what's up? Um, uh, we should do a uh, um, 
we should just do a last minute roundabout of everyone giving some plugs. Reaper, did, were you able to get that background? Because I just wanted everyone to be as jealous as I am of all the NFTs and stuff you have on your wall behind you in real life. Uh, so, so you you hit me like with the uh, I wasn't ready, and um, you usually have it on, and it's great, and it works perfect. And today, um, my uh, there's some construction going on, and they cut my internet line, and so apparently that threw off the entire connection to my. Okay, so yeah, so I'm I'm I've been trying the whole time since uh, you started talking to get this working. It's not so. It's 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 all good. What I'll just say in the meantime, because Reaper posted about this the other day. I don't know if you're if you're busy now, but um, we should uh, just remind everyone, and I'll do the plug uh, for you. Oh, that's sweet that you have it. Uh, using that, uh, you can see button. if you can see what it looks like there. You see the Po app yeah. on the side there, trying to get out of the way. Yeah. There's the Poat booth or, uh, you know, the one and then Poat booth over the other is right there. So you just walk up. There we go. Yeah, you can. Um, there's where the arrow is pointed. Like, yeah, I've done it before. It's really, really cool. Um, it's we finally actually got everything all working, too, now. So it's all synced nice. up. It's all, you know, get the right boat count and everything. And, and when you come into the, the scene now, it updates everything for you instead of having to do over the thing. So it's, it's real That's smooth cool. now. Your, uh, I, I also love whenever I come across your dude in um, in Decentrons, your your avatar and your character because he's got a mohawk and he's just really badass looking looking dude. It's everything I um, can't do in real life. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how it is. My my daughter put uh, put uh, rainbow earrings on my character and like threatened me when I thought maybe I should take the rainbow earrings off now. It's been a while, and she's like, "No, this is like your character. This is your guy. Like, this is you now, Daddy." Yeah, this is me. Me in the metaverse wears rainbow earrings, and that's that's what it is. And 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 I respect that. Uh, and I wear a boring stone T-shirt. And this isn't me, but uh, this is uh, somebody wearing. I wear my boring stone shirt or my uh, ape uh, hoodie. Uh oh, Jason accidentally dropped off. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, he comes back. Um, ben, really quickly, then, where? How do we ever? How does people get access? Or is there a URL? Or where should we follow you on Twitter? Uh, if you go on to, uh, yeah, art, we are art or Dow and the or part is spelled out on Twitter or art or die. I mean, I'm sorry. D-A-I. Uh, yeah. D-A-I art after, or after the stable token, which may or may not still exist in two years. Uh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they can go to 38103. Those are the coordinates into central land. And cool. it's, it's right next to, uh, the Koenig museum which is perpetually empty from now nice. on so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I, it loads so, fast now they've really fixed it up you know they fixed up the game engine it's loading really fast now the game plays a lot better and they've got serious plans for future dev work so we're pretty you know we're pretty hopeful and their DAO is finally allowed to aligned to give out these funds for creators now because they realize they got a runway and if they really don't attract enough players eventually then you know their their whale land isn't going to be worth anything anyway so they need to bring players and content creators on and we think that we're just almost in the right time to start that up that's awesome yeah we'll 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 keep everyone updated we'll we'll have ben back um and and we'll we'll talk about it some more uh reaper give us uh, your plugs like at reaper nft right 
Uh, Reaper at so Twitter at Reaper underscore NFT. Um, you can find me on Instagram the same way, although I don't go there often and update anything but any art. But uh, hey, you know, if you want to, go hit it up there. Um, but yeah, that's the, the easiest way to uh, to find me. Um, you know, if you want to see the wall uh, that Alon's been referring to, um, just jump on my uh, my Twitter feed. You'll yeah, see jump, it. Jump on Reaper's you'll Twitter. You'll see it. every couple of days. I'll throw something new up there. And it's just a way for me to highlight and uh, promote um, some of the the artists that I collect and and some of the NFTs, obviously that I'm very passionate about. Um, and I you also have some new, awesome skateboards and some awesome uh, merch yeah, and stuff hanging. Yeah, and yeah some, just... some some IRL like uh, real physical prints of <laughs> of some of the NFTs that I collected, which is really cool. Um, and you know, it, it uh, there there is a you know one of the things we didn't really talk about with the the IRL stuff today, especially as it relates to art. There's a lot of um, mix of real life and digital. Uh, you know, I, I posted the other day. Uh, Ruben Wu is one of my uh, favorite photographers. He does a uh, some really cool stuff with kind of mixing the the real life and uh, and and kind of digital art. So like you can go to an app and you scan a picture of his photography and it plays like this uh, pretty crazy music and, and like oh, a cool. video file or whatever, right? So, so there's, there's ways we're bringing all this together, more of an AR type of world, um, which is, is really cool. I love so, that. Um, you may find some of that stuff on my, uh, on my feed. Uh, maybe I'll throw some up there tomorrow for it just to, uh, you yeah, know, hit anybody new. Okay. Plus, by the way, Reaper is uh, going to moderate. Uh, I, I think you're going to moderate. I, I think I just assigned you to it, but I think that was the plan. Oh, great. Thank you. <laughs> um, a discussion about uh, photography, uh, NFTs, and like fine art photography. Um, yeah. stuff at the summit. But, but we'll, we'll be doing a lot more. Um, uh, ben, maybe you should, we should get you on a metaverse panel. Um, and uh, But but I've got to give... Uh, Baron uh, Jason's plugs. Uh, he's at the Hustle House on Twitter, so it's the T H E E Hustle House. And um, of course, uh, Baron and uh, Reaper and I are going to continue to drop cool shit and do fun stuff um, uh, at Boring Stone NFT. So, so follow us there. Um, Not to give too much too much alpha there, but. Uh, uh... We probably right up on the edge of our third quarter special edition drop. It may bleed over a little bit into the fourth quarter just because, you know, you can't really rush artists. But um, there's going to be some cool shit coming uh, mm-hmm. that is going to be aligned with that, that special edition uh, collection that we've been pulling together. So yeah. eyes peeled. Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. I know a lot of the Blockchain Boost community are uh, Boring Stone holders, so it's going to be awesome. Okay, everyone, we got to go. We're like 12 minutes over time. What I'm going to tell everyone who's watching on the streams, go to blockchainboost.io. If you haven't registered yet on the DGH events platform, that's where it'll redirect you to. Uh, register there because you'll be able to turn on your camera when we're done, hang out with people, and uh, do your thing. I'll see you guys all on the other side. Thanks, guys. See you. Later, everyone.